sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome back to Topanga Moon Podcast. So happy that you're here and you're joining me on this beautiful rainy day. (laughs) I'm not sure when you're listening to this episode, but I hope it's a, a sunny day for you wherever you are. And if not, embracing it. We are in the season of change. We are in... We've passed the spring equinox and we're in this beautiful time of renewal where we will get more rain showers to help things grow and we're finding everything starting to bloom and getting into the depths of spring that will lead us into my favorite season, my favorite time of year, summertime, where everything is abundant and lush and We just get to witness and marvel the true abundance of nature and how nature always provides for us and how beautiful that is. And we can feel connected to that. So I have a a short solo episode for you today and it's all about the beckoning of the unknown and nature as a spiritual calling. And I'm going to weave in some stories and it won't It will be its own flow and its own natural rhythm as the episode moves along and just things that are coming up for me right now and what I'm feeling and connecting to and really it's that connection to this new rhythm of nature that I am experiencing around me and how to really honor that and cultivate that, use that with ritual, um, acknowledge just you know, our ancestors and those who have come before us and the land and the beautiful surrounding nature, wherever you may be. And it's so important to have that reverence and that knowledge and acknowledging of the space that you're in and cultivating that relationship with Mother Earth, Mother Gaia, the beautiful planet that we're on, the more that we connect and really honor this gorgeous, beautiful place that we get to call home, the more that we can protect and work within our nature. And, you know, as we move through this constant beckoning of unknowing, we find that Um, even within nature there is an unknowing but there is a trust in whatever is supposed to unfold and how we can be stewards of that protection and of that acknowledgement but before I go into kind of some more of this 
interesting topic that is just flowing through me, I wanted to share a little bit about the um, the manor that I was at last week because I know that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I would share a little bit about it and um, I think it's just such a beautiful place and I will share the Airbnb link in the show notes if you have an interest in going to that the area of Almont I and I called it Almonte but it's actually Almont which is about half an hour outside of Ottawa really beautiful Mississippi Mills area with this Mississippi uh, river going through the area and I booked the manor for my boyfriend's birthday and it was a really beautiful safe time away we did snowboarding in the morning which oh man if you haven't snowboarded or been on a hill for a really long time and you go in the middle of March where it's icy and just no fresh snow it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of time (laughs) um on the hill and falling so that was my experience and we made the best of it and enjoyed our time outside and just breathing breathing in the fresh air and um, we went to Mount uh, Peckenham and I really loved the space it was like this beautiful lodge and it I don't know the name Moon Lodge comes to mind even though that's not what it's called but it was felt like you were like in the 70s and it's like that mid-century vibe and very like ski chic um retro ski vibes all the things I love and didn't expect that it was really cool to be in a smaller place kind of you know when you go to those um I don't know if you like those state parks or if you ever like drive through different places in America or even Canada and you go to the state parks and it's kind of like these places built with that um like that park look from the 70s I can't even describe it but that's that's the vibe that it that it was and I loved it um it wasn't modernized it wasn't you know this glass concrete building or anything like that it was very natural with woods and just really felt like you kind of stepped back in time a little bit and um it was groovy it was fun it was definitely like design wise just what I love to be around and I find that I I see that a lot in kind of like the parks um there's that there's this like really cool vibe that you you would know if I mean yeah if you visit any of the national parks and it hasn't been updated and kept its true authentic original roots then you know what I'm talking about anyways after that we um we went to the manor and he didn't know that we were going there and I tried to keep it a surprise he knew we were going somewhere but he didn't know where I rented and it's this really beautiful stone building uh, built in 1840 and um, this area was you know um, it was kind of this like Scottish Irish influence of that time and it was an Irish family who 
built this home and it has now been transferred or transformed into an Airbnb and it was really beautiful to kind of feel like you're still in the original structure. Um, There's just been this big theme of design in my life right now and feeling so inspired by spaces and going into spaces that have you know original roots and just timeless features and unearthing you know what was there and kind of century homes and all the beautiful architecture and um, natural elements like stone and the fireplaces the natural fireplaces and you know walking in with like big moldings and just different layouts than you would think you know than you experience in these modern homes and it was such a cool experience it was just this beautiful you know like I think it was like eight bedroom it was three story definitely so much space that we did not need (laughs) but it was really cool to explore like and you know all like just beautiful old hardwood floors and like the creaky stairs and everything was styled and designed kind of with like a nod to the past and also modernized with elements and different and furniture and and appliances and all of that all the luxuries that you would you would want at this time but keeping like you could see like stone coming through in different rooms and they had this beautiful dining room with a long table and just really felt historic and interesting to explore and to spend a night there so beautiful is um really well taken care of and it was right by this river and you can when you were like looking out at night through these big huge windows onto like if you look out in front there is a river and it's just there's these lights over the river and it was just almost like the river was sparkling at night and it was just such a beautiful serene experience to be in such a beautifully designed space with so much history and and love and care taken to it and just finding like the like going through and exploring the different rooms and finding little trinkets and beautiful antiques and it was so fun it was such a beautiful time and I'm so grateful that we were able to do that and have that experience and if you want to see what the manor looked like and um, if you're into kind of old century homes that, that Victorian vibe then this would be a great place for you to check out and also the small town of Almont um, so beautiful a mill town so much to explore there and it was cool to just like walk around even though nothing's really open but (laughs) we still made the best of our time there and it was just really amazing to go somewhere kind of new we almost I felt like we stepped into a manor in like Georgia and I spent some time in Georgia um so it really felt like those those homes those like restored old Victorians and it was really cool it was like we went to a different part of the world but we were just still in Ontario (laughs) so if you are in Canada or wherever you are where 
you know, there may be travel restrictions or things of that nature, finding creative ways to really explore your own backyard and have a new experience and try something new in the area. And I would have never thought to go there, but because we couldn't really travel far and his family is in the Chafee's Locks area, which is not too far from where we went. So it was like the safest and best way to really um, celebrate his birthday. Um, it was just great to find somewhere that we could have a little escape for the night. And I think that's so important. So I want to get into um, today's episode, which is an interesting evolution and journey into this topic it's going to evolve and just something that ideas that have been coming up for me especially since I've been going on these beautiful runs and the sun has been out longer and we really are feeling like spring has arrived with so much newness and just nature is like awakening to its senses right now and I've been running by these lakes Um, I'm in the Radu Canal area and there's so many beautiful lakes around and the lakes are thawing and I see all the cabins perched up on the hills and it's just been so beautiful to totally disconnect from technology and dive into like watching my natural surroundings kind of awaken and become more alive from the sun and just be in that natural progression in the spring equinox in this beautiful creative abundance moment and it was it's just been bringing up these ideas of how nature is really a spiritual calling and how it always goes back to nature and everything that we need to know or need to connect with or learn from we can do that through observing nature and really feeling the energies of nature and anything that we take from nature offering something back revering it and really working with the rhythms and just even an, an acknowledgement or an unknowing. When I go on my runs, it's like, oh, what can I what can I notice that's new today? How can I um, look at this? Find a new tree to to like experience. What is the lakes telling me? Um, nature is alive all around us, and it can always speak to us and communion with us, and gives us so much. And how can we? show that acknowledgement by not ignoring it in our you know technology induced world but how can we really stop for a moment and look around and be grateful for the beauty and the just abundance that is around us at all times And there's this other idea that has been kind of working through me and it all stemmed from, I guess, the the energy leading into the spring equinox. I was really feeling this kind of sense of this like lack of direction and something came to me and I was like listening to different podcasts for inspiration and really kind of through my meditative runs, this idea popped into my my gut, my my sacral, 
and it was to re-listen to a human design reading that I had and I spoke a little bit about this on the newsletter and it was just such a good remembrance of connecting to my human design and what that means for me and how to live with the energetics of my own personal design which is the generator and if you want to listen to a more in-depth conversation about human design which I think is so amazing to learn and to know about you um, I have an interview on Topanga Moon with Nikki J who is a human design reader who did my human design chart so I re-listened to the conversation and there were so many beautiful insights that came up um, and I'll share a couple of them with you because I think it's just so interesting to hear and I'm so curious to know what your human design is and I promise this all relates <laughs> because it leads into this feelings of lack of clarity and within spring this wanting to um initiate and create and there's so much energy that's being awakened and, and all you want to do is you know create and go out there and make things happen and um, just reintroducing myself to my design and knowing that that kind of goes against my design even though it's part of my design and okay there was this one part that I thought was really cool where I have this um Ajna center and the only thing connected to my Ajna center is my throat and this is called the genius freak channel and it's part of my purpose is to communicate unique way of conceptualizing things through an internal genius and intelligence connecting to infinite intelligence and it's this that needs to be communicated but when asked so only when asked because the head center isn't a motor center it's an awareness center so when you are in alignment which means being comfortable and sitting back and trusting the prop process people will feel that you are in alignment and will ask for you to share your concepts and it will be received so it's this um this dance between you know knowing that and you know acknowledging the unknown knowing that the universe is always going to be presenting me with things to respond to and to use that gut instinct when something is presented to me to then you know go forward and initiate and there's part of my design that really wants to initiate <laughs> and um, really wants to do and create and I have to remind myself and bring more patience into my life and I feel like this is my beckoning with the unknown so it's the unknown that is really calling me forward it's saying can you stay in this space of unknown and just be patient for life to kind of guide you and show you and know that we are always connected to that infinite intelligence the life force beautiful love energy so that if there's ever a time you can just, you know, connect to that guidance system, connect to that part of yourself, that knowing, and it's through the gut. And a big reminder for me was to always use my, my gut for um, the way forward, for my decisions, for all of my thinking, and to not use my mind. But I 
um, which is kind of this ironic, um, you know, contradiction because my mind is always overactive and constantly going and I am a Gemini and I am all about communication, but it's this acknowledgement of being in the unknown and trusting the unknown, just like nature trusts the unknown. It doesn't need to know the next step and the next step. It knows that it's going to be unfolded. So it's allowing that beckoning of the unknown to really show you the next step. And it takes courage to be in that unknown space and to not know what's moving forward. And it also creates this relationship with presence, with being in the moment, with really um, finding that stillness and that silence in the moment so you can hear your gut. Um, So for any other generators out there with a sacral authority, um, yeah, can you connect with this? Do you relate to this? I would love to hear about it. But it was such a cool recognition and I've already started to practice it and to put it into motion. Um, For example, I was waiting to hear back about this job that I applied for and I kind of had this into, I was like, my mind was like, oh, I should like, you know, email them to see what they're thinking and give them some more context as to where I'm at and what I'm doing. But it wasn't like a, I, I realized it was more of the mind's constructs of controlling the outcome and not really accepting and and allowing this unknown to unfold and I asked my boyfriend what he thought I should do because I really needed that clarity and he he just reminded me that um you know to let it unfold and to you know if it's going to happen then they will reach out to me and to not initiate which goes back to my design which perfectly goes back to my design of not initiating but allowing life to show me and to use my gut. So accessing that gut information and following that. And and that means that there might be some like uncomfortable moments of living in that unknown. But now I start to see this unknown through this lens of this beckoning. So how is it calling to me? How is this unknown really a space of creativity and flow and excitement of okay what's to come if I'm trusting in this process and this unfolding how can I be excited about this and I do a lot of this through the and Dr. Joe Dispenza loves all of this (laughs) these concepts because so much of it is based off of his work and I love his work so much and it's really the um in his meditations it's the becoming nowhere um and becoming a thought and really getting into this stillness and to the unknown space because it's in the unknown where we can create so much and I love this idea of you know the unknown is always beckoning to us and I would love to read something off of this beautiful website called mystic mama that I always go to and reference and find so many nuggets of wisdom and I want to read something that um, they shared about this whole concept this beautiful acknowledgement of this beckoning of the unknown to experience it 
we have to allow ourselves to feel with all that is opening our receptivity centers and taking a moment within time eternal to connect our hearts with the heart of the earth. This pure, simple act intention can have profound effects. We don't need any intermediary. We are the intermediary. We all have direct access to the stream of wonderful life force. That is you and me and the plants and the trees and the birds and the animals and the sun and the wind and the waters and all the invisible worlds from the micro to the macro that link us in the most stellar tapestry of life. That's a beautiful um, passage from Mystic Mama. And another one, which was also on Mystic Mama, but this one's by Deepak Chopra, and it specifically talks about, um, this is where I learned about this idea of the beckoning unknown. And I thought it was such a beautiful phrase, such a beautiful understanding and something to really sink into and to let that words, and I always believe that words are so powerful and potent, and to let that word, the beckoning of the unknown, really um, percolate through my cells and connect me to this like mysterious, beautiful, unknown lands before me. So this is from Deepak Chopra. And this was in Mystic Mama, and I will link all of the resources below. We all experience the new and the unknown, but few of us see the unknown as a force that is beckoning us. The unknown contains clues to another reality. What are those clues? They change every moment, but if you look closely at any image the world presents to you, more of your own self will start peering back. The seeming randomness of events will begin to resolve into form and meaning, as if a part of yourself is saying, I'm here, can you find me? Oh, I love that so much. And I just had to share that because when I read it, it just stopped me in my tracks and made me excited to and there's this connection to that human design piece which I was sharing with you about my energy type and um, really living within the flow of my energy and how I want to really live and receive most days and be excited about this place where um, there can be a lot of fear for the most part the fear of the unknown but how can we transform that into the beckoning of the unknown it's calling to us. It's, can you find me? So I think that was just so beautiful and I hope that really resonates with you and connects with you. So I've been thinking of where um, I need to live and ground into. That's been another theme of my life and I think that's what I've been really drawn to design and design shows and how I can find a space where I should live where I should ground into really this desire to live in my Taurus north node of cultivating a space that feels really inviting and warm and beautiful and that I can start to use my design and create this space and cultivate the space but it's this you know I'm in this unknown period of not knowing where and not knowing how and 
all of those um all of those like ideas around the creation of it and um when I felt into my gut it was revealing to me that um this house or this cabin will find me so there was this other acknowledgement and it was this you know very strong sense and knowing that instead of me searching for this place and um but really going back into this human design aspect of allowing life to present things to me for me to respond to so now I have put out the call you know I am a, I'm saying hey I want to find a place to really um, create and make beautiful and take care of the land and all of those beautiful things and allowing that to find me and flipping that so that there's this kind of ease that sinks in and this like understanding that it will all unfold in, in this beautiful divine timing and I can follow the breadcrumbs as to where that may be and find inspiration all, along the way and consult back into my gut it's this form of manifestation that says hey you can find me I'm here I'm calling to you too as if the the energetics of this home or this cabin have its own frequency and I want to tap into that frequency and I can envision it and I can visualize it and feel it but allowing our energies to um, connect with each other so that I will be guided to this place that wants me to be there and wants my energy to cultivate with it so I thought it was really beautiful that I you know intuitively felt this calling and felt this different way of looking at something that used to stress me out and make me all worried and feeling like oh my gosh where am I gonna live and where am I gonna go and all of these things that I'm just gonna let the house and the space and the land find me call to me and be open to um, infinite possibilities and and trust this unknown and trust this beckoning this calling of the unknown So I thought that was really, really beautiful and really cool. Um, So can we be more sustainable and work and grow with nature? So how can we really be nature as a spiritual calling? Be one with nature, connect with nature, be of it, be with it, honor it, revere it using what we have and finding creativity in this unknown space so (laughs) I've been really into design lately and what it means to create and be a creative life force and just this you know so many beautiful creations want to come through me and trying to honor that in so many ways but this you know desire to design a house or a cabin or a space that um really is really speaking to me right now so I've been watching a lot of Leanne Ford (laughs) and Home Again with the Fords I'm not sure if anyone is into that show or 
if you're into design and like home interiors and home design, I highly, highly recommend it. I'm super, super into it and obsessed. So I've been watching a lot of it and it's just been like sparking my creativity. And something that I really love, and I've also been listening to her and her brother's book, um, which is called Work in Progress, which is also a beautiful just story of their lives and their journey and their creative process and the things that they've learned and if you're a creative and design person um, it's such a beautiful thing to listen to and be reminded of and I think they have such a unique process that um, is really shared and really celebrated so I've been learning so much about uh, the way Leanne's way of design and how she works within the spaces that she creates and it's something that I aspire to do within my own work and I'm really just inspired by how she goes into a home and and just honors the space and um you know sometimes the space itself will indicate the design and she walks in and she wants to make it feel um like you're a part of the home and the home is a part of you and what can you save and how can you cultivate and how can you unearth the beautiful bones of the home itself and I love that she finds unexpected ways to um, solve problems and she talks about being a designer as a problem solver which is also part of my human design because I'm the five one <laughs> so this couldn't be more perfect for me and my like intuitive gut was like singing the whole time being like yes this is so part of you know things you're supposed to create so um she finds creative solutions to things and things that people would tell her that is impossible but she connects to her intuition she connects to the energy of the home and she said what do you you know want me to do here and how can I honor this space and she goes forward with it despite people telling her that something is not possible she finds creative solutions around it and she really works within what she has not wasting things repurposing things finding solutions for things instead of having to bring in new all the time so using your resources in a way and the same with nature using everything in a way where you're not um you're revering it because if you really cared about something you're not going to throw it away so easily you're gonna find ways like how can I reuse this how can I use this in a better way um and it sparks your creative mind and when we can do that there's so much creativity in nature and I think it's so amazing that her um beautiful designs is you know tapped into that and it's these unexpected ways um that defy what other people think as is not possible so you're bringing possibility to your space and I love to think of that in reference to nature too what are the possible ways what are the creative solutions how can we you know begin to bring less destruction to our planet and bring more creativity because nature is innately creative find solutions for things I mean you can see even within you'll see like uh, weeds spreading through cement because they're finding ways to always bloom and connect and keep moving forward and evolving so I love that you can do that to spaces for example she would you know use leftover grout to paint a stone wall and people would be like you can't use that you can't use that substance or that material to to paint that you need to use paint 
but try it out and then see what happens because you can always paint in the end but finding and, and using leftover materials to bring this earthiness and to um just work with what you have I think it's such a beautiful practice and takes creative problem solving and that is such a beautiful thing and the more we can cultivate that the more we can really take care and and care for our land and I think it's just so so beautiful and her work becomes art and she's finding new ways to use materials and she'll even take like if an antique door that she really would love to use because it makes the space if it doesn't fit the door they cut the door so that they can make it fit the space instead of saying oh well we'll just have to buy new doors with the perfect dimensions because sometimes imperfect is perfect and sometimes messy is beautiful and sometimes you know working with what you have and being grateful for what you have will bring about more and creative solutions and finding new ways and I think that's something that I've really learned from watching this show and being so excited about it and thinking of how I can do that within my own design world because it's something that I'm always trying to evolve and create and cultivate so yeah I thought that was really cool it's this idea that nature isn't in a hurry so we don't have to be in a hurry either we can stop and think and connect and disconnect from technology for a while and find that creativity that's within us to solve problems and find new paths and um, connect to that creative source that's within us and nature is creativity nature is spirituality and it's such a beautiful dance that we can live in the spring arrival and watching nature awaken through all realms has been such a beautiful practice and since we are connected to this tapestry of nature if we are experiencing spring then we too are awakening in this moment which means more creative abundance more clarity more excitement more enchantment the water is slowly thawing around me and going through its own metamorphosis and it's just so beautiful to watch everything awaken and become alive so i hope you enjoyed this episode of allowing the beckoning of the unknown and connecting to your creativity and nature as a spiritual process and really celebrating it and honoring it in this time in the spring equinox arrival how can you ritualize with it I have a beautiful spring arrival ritual on topangamoon.com. If you want to check it out, it's on the blog. And I'll have more to come as there is a full moon coming up this weekend. And so many more projects and beautiful offerings will be coming to the website. Um, yeah, if you love this podcast and, and you want to connect with me, you can always reach out and email me or leave a rating and review on iTunes. That always helps out. And I hope you have a beautiful spring day.